chance to find out about some of the players who are Welsh Rugby's future in this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. under 20 squad shortly but first Wales are back in action at senior level back at the Principality Stadium and back in front of a crowd around 8,000 anyway but it's definitely a start coach Wayne Pivak has selected an exciting young team and named it earlier than scheduled hey we've been together now for a week and a bit so um, once we'd got over the bumps and and the uh, players um, joining up with the Lions uh, we sort of settled on a team, and so we want to name it early with um, five debutants uh, involved. Let's give them enough time, really. Uh, name it nice and early. Give them enough time to uh, to settle into things. And yeah, I think uh, this time of the week for this particular week is, is the right timing with the Lions probably taking up Senna Sage later in the week. In terms of the two new caps who are starting, Tom Rogers and Ben Carter, what have you seen from them um, in training to make you uh, suggest that they're ready for the international rugby? Yeah, well, there was obviously things in their club game that we saw which we liked, and they progressed well uh, in this environment. They've trained well, learned a lot in a, in a short space of time, and, and taken that on board really, really well. So, in terms of retaining information, that sort of thing in this environment, we think they're good to go. And you know, with a lot of these players, we don't just want to see them in the training environment. For a lot of them, we want to see them in a test match. So, five of them will get that opportunity this week. And in terms of Tom and Ben, uh, Tom first, maybe what what has he shown you in terms of that back three options that you're given? Yeah, look, he's very good in the air. He's showing a good awareness. He's learning a lot in terms of what he does off the ball, which is a big area to improve in terms of his work rate and his his involvements. So, you know, he's taking to it like a duck to water, really. And just the enthusiasm that these young guys are bringing, as you'd expect. So, look, I think, um, yeah, hopefully we get a a good day weather-wise and, uh, you know, we get a game that flows and and he can get plenty of ball in his hand and show us what he can do. He's playing with Lee Halfpenny, who... Is going to be 100 international for Wales and the Lions. Um, Lee's very, obviously very shy and modest, but what sort of uh, accolade is that for him? Well, it's huge for any player to be in this uh, in the modern game, uh, the brutality of the sport. To um, and and for a guy his size, he's not the biggest bloke going around, but he looks after himself so well. I think it speaks volumes of his professionalism, the way he looks after himself, the way he recovers after each effort, the way he prepares himself both mentally and physically for the next challenge. He's a credit to the hard work that he's put in. He, he's a good one for these young guys to get alongside in training and to see how you know a true professional operates and the, the time he puts and looking after his body and, and obviously the homework that he does. So a guy like Tommy Rogers, he's had a bit to do with Lee, obviously, in club football. So to pair those guys up and with Jonah, who's formed for his club, exciting group. You've lost Adam Beard and Josh Davidi some experience there, but I don't suppose you decry them a chance to go and play with the Lions. Two fantastic stories, you know. Obviously, firstly, we're absolutely gutted for Al. You know, he's worked so hard to come back from the last injury and did so well in the Six Nations and earned the right to captain the Lions. So firstly, our whole squad, uh, hearts go out to Al and Justin, you know, two big guys in, in our side and, you know, they've worked so hard to get there. So that's really disappointing. But you know, it's it's an opportunity for others and, and thankfully from our point of view, this experience is going to go to two Welshmen and Adam Beard. It wasn't so long ago that, you know, we asked him to take some time out from international rugby and work on his game and, you know, the hard work that he's put in and to see him get uh, recognised this way, is, I'm thrilled for him. And Josh, you know, I'm pleased to see him, him go as well. So wish them well. But 
once they do get that call up, we, we were busy on the weekend looking at who we'd bring in, and it's an opportunity for us to have a look at another couple of players. And obviously, Seb had been left out. I spoke to him before we named the squad, and to give him the call to bring him back in, he was excited and uh, he's showing that in training. And then young Reese Davies, you know, I haven't had anything to do with Reese, and he's very raw. He's got a lot of potential, and he's a young man that's uh, happy to, to jump in at six or the second row. And so I think he's got a big future in the game as well. Ben Thomas will cover 10 from the bench. Um, Wayne, uh, is Jared OK? And if he's so, Ben Thomas obviously hasn't played much at 10. Senior rugby started a couple of games and slotted in there, but a big role for him. Yeah, look, our intention was to start um, Jared in this game and pair him up with Thomas, the club pairing. Um, but he rolled his ankle in training last week. So as a result, Ben's trained for the latter part of last week and the early part of this week as 10 cover. And it just means that Callum um, jumps straight back in. So, uh, you know, and he's had two days there and, and Callum's Callum. He's, it's a water off a duck's back to him. So, yeah, disappointed for Jared because um, he trained really, really well in North Wales and was excited about getting the opportunity. So we'll know more um, probably in the next 24, 48 hours, but hopefully um, it's something that'll settle down pretty quickly. 8,200 fans in. What's that going to be like? Yeah, I think 820 would be good. Look, it's just nice to have fans back. I was lucky enough to go to a, a game, uh, Bristol against Gloucester, and they had 3,500 at the Bristol Stadium. And it, it sounded like 35,000 because it was obviously passionate fans who had been starved of rugby. And uh, they got in there and behind their team, and it was, uh, it was great being back there. It was exciting for Stephen and I just sitting in the grandstand. So, look, we're looking forward to it. And uh, I know a lot of the families and fans, obviously, are looking forward to coming along. What opposition will Canada be for yourselves? Yeah, tricky because we don't know obviously a lot about them and, and that they haven't played any rugby because of COVID and um, and obviously being in that sort of tier two, they're not exposed to as much rugby as we are. So, um, yeah, if we look back, it's only World Cup footage and they've got a lot of changes in, in coaching personnel. So what we do know is they'll have a uh, an experienced coaching group that know a lot about Wales and, and how we want to play the game. So, uh, you know, it's a tricky opponent. We've got a lot of changes, a lot of new boys. And so for that reason, we're just focusing on what we can bring to the game without worrying too much about the opponents. And good to see Rob Howley back in rugby. Oh, yeah. Look, when you've got a guy that's, you know, had that many years' experience, he's been on Lions tours, coached Wales for a long, long period of time, had a lot of good results behind him. So it's sad to see anybody out of the game for any length of time when they've still got something to offer. The last campaign, obviously doing what you guys did. Now looking ahead, I'm guessing rebuilding and adding to a squad for ready for the World Cup in 2023. Yeah, look, this is the, we really love these um, campaigns. As hard as it was results-wise for that autumn series, you know, we we got so much out of it in terms of blooding 11 players. I think it was then. You know, we've got about seven new caps involved in this squad. So, you know, 18 players over about 18 months to two years. It's just serving of purpose for down the track. We're going to build more depth and, and we have to do that at some stage. And so this is the obvious window. And it's just great, though, to see guys, they receive the phone call for the first time and to hear them on the other end of the phone, the excitement levels, and, and they bring that into camp. And it's good for the older blokes, too, who, who think back to, you know, when they were first selected. And I think it gives everyone a bit of a lift, to be honest, and certainly the coaches. Um, we review every training session and sit down at the end of each day and talk about the players. And we've been really impressed with the raw talent that at our disposal. I think some of them have just, you know, got a wee way to go in the gym and, and what have you to get to where they need to be um, to be full-time at this level. But it's certainly 
great information for them to take away and for us from this process. So, yeah, I think everyone's enjoying it today. We're quite happy where we are in, in the program with the, the group we've got just being in the background and concentrating on ourselves and making sure that we get out of this project, if you like, what we want. And, and so far, wow, we've learned a hell of a lot about the players in terms of uh, how they learn, the way they prepare, how they take information on board and, and how they process that. And, and seeing some of the growth in just seven or eight days has been amazing. And, and others, maybe not, not as quick. So you're learning the good and the bad. Call up Rhys Davis to, to replace Navidi in the squad. Is, are you trying to have a look at your, your second row options, perhaps more than, than the back row options you've got? Do you feel like you're well covered in that area in the squad? No, Rhys played at six for Bath. He's 22 years of age, not 23 till later on in the year. So he's a young man. He's got a lot of development work to do in the gym. But his natural size and athleticism suggests that, you know, he could be a player for Wales going forward that can play in more than one position. And I certainly want a player that can play in the second row and six. So, yeah, he's a guy that in training today ran at six and we're going to have a look at him. And I know Toby Booth has played him at six before. So hopefully going forward on a regular basis, he can do both. One of the more experienced players is Cardiff prop Dylan Lewis, but of course he's only 25, which is pretty young for a front rower. He's delighted to be back, though, in the Wales starting lineup. Yeah, very pleased. Um, like you said, we spoke a few months ago now, um, and obviously I've had a fair bit of game time with the club since that, a um, fair bit of opportunity there, um, and it's been good. Pleased with how it went. But like you said, just happy to be back in the mix here, back in the squad. And obviously starting this weekend is a you know great opportunity. How would you sum up those last few months? Is it good to get sort of you had a few injuries, good to get some regular rugby under your belt? Yeah, it was a frustrating season. You know, I picked up a few niggles, a few little injuries, which I could have done without really. But to get a run of games was good, injury free, quite a lot of game time in and around those games as well. So yeah, took a lot from it and it was, you know, really positive. Die Young coming in as well was good. You know, he, he helped me a lot and spoke to me regular. So it's good, yeah. I mean, you mentioned that time you, the, you, there were areas of your game that you, you were told to work on. Do you feel you've done that and you've improved in those areas? I do, yeah. And again, looking back to the game time, I think the, those things would have only have come from playing regular week in, week out and staying injury-free. So I, I do feel like I've benefited massively from that and I'm you know happy with how my game progressed, really. What are you expecting from Canada on the weekend? There's a few familiar faces in the coaching staff, isn't there? So... I'm sure um, you know they'll be well rehearsed and they'll know what's coming to them. But I expect it'll be a physical game. You know, it's international, and I'm sure it'll just be a physical game and it'll be a good one. Um, it'll be more about you know what can we bring. I think you know a lot of young young boys, new caps, and a lot of opportunity for a lot of players. You know, with obviously all the Lions leaving now, I think it's you know it's more important what what can we bring and how quickly can we really gel together. And uh, there's a lot of opportunities for a lot of boys, really. So I think it'll be a good game. In front of 8,200, presumably some family and friends, that'll be great to have some crowds back, wouldn't it? Yeah, the road to recovery, really. Bit of normality. It's nice. Yeah, it will be nice. Change, obviously. It's been, what, some 18 months now since we've played in front of anyone. So, um, yeah, that's you know something which will be exciting. We're looking forward to. And I'm sure 8,000 will sound like a lot more after having all that time with no fans in the, in the stadium. So it'd be good. Singing that anthem, you know, on the weekend, there'll be a crowd as well. How good is that going to feel? Yeah, it'll be nice having some other people sing along to the anthem, I think. You know, the difference is you can hear, you can hear everyone in the line singing when no one's there. It'd be nice to hear some other people singing back at us, I think. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. 
One of the new caps is Scarlet's back, Tom Rogers. So what was his reaction to making his debut? Yeah, over the moon. Just looking forward to getting the pitch now. When you were called into the squad, this was obviously the next day, but did you think you'd be playing in that first match? Uh, no, I didn't, to be honest. There's a lot of competition here. And yeah, just over the moon, really, to get chosen for the first one. What have the last 10 days been like, you know, the step up in, in, in intensity into the national squad? Yeah, it's been very intense. Like I said, a lot of competition and learnt a lot the last few days from other players. You've got a familiar face alongside you in the back three, Lee Harp, and he's been playing his 100 international. What sort of influence has he been for you for the Scarlets the last uh, year or so? Yeah, it's been an honour to train and play with Lee. He's a very uh, professional in everything he does and I've learned so much of him. When you were told, Tom, about the call-up, who were the first people that you told? My mother and father, I phoned my mother and father and yeah, they were over the moon for me, crying. They were that emotional for you? Yeah, definitely. They've been with me from the start and yeah, so they were very emotional. What have they given up to help you get to this stage? Taking me everywhere, giving me everything I needed. It's, yeah, they've been awesome, amazing. Will they be able to get to the game, obviously, the fans on on Saturday? Yeah, they'll be there. They'll be the first people in the stadium. I guarantee you that. Because <laughs> they haven't been able to get with the Scarlet yet. It'd be great to have that crowd back and family watching you. Yeah, it'd be amazing to have a bit of noise as well in the stadium. It'd be nice. There's a bus full of my mates from my old club, Kenneathan, coming up to watch the game Saturday. So, yeah, they'll be making a lot of noise. You're just going to play your normal game against Canada? Yeah, just going to try and relax and cherish every moment on the pitch. Speaking to Di Flanagan a couple of weeks ago, and he said that you decided to use the sort of the COVID and, and all that to really you know, make improvements physically, build a gym in your house and stuff like that. What uh, made you want to sort of build a gym in your house and, and what have you got out of that? Back to then, I thought it was just a good opportunity to knock on and use it as an advantage for me, not just um, sit in the house doing nothing. So, yeah. Di also mentioned as well that he was coaching the under-20s at a Junior World Cup when, unfortunately, he didn't make the squad. Was that a disappointment that sort of motivated you to and possibly helped you get to where you are now? Yeah, um, I th- definitely. I, I was obviously gutted, but it motivated me to prove that I should have gone and just to make me a better player. It made me a better player, yeah. listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. So, talking about the under-20s, they had a disappointing defeat to Ireland, but there's no time to look back, with another six-day turnaround and it's France back at the Arms Park on Thursday in their Six Nations. Forwards coach Rhys Thomas looked at the lessons learned from the defeat to Ireland. To go back a little bit earlier, I think we would probably still ride in the emotional way from the from the Italy game and I think it's probably on us as management staff to we probably could have gone down the road of trying to bring them sort of down a little bit and not we rode that wave all week and then I think we got caught out then by a better team on the, on, on the day with a six day turnaround is all we can do is just worry about what we're going to do and just prepare for the for the weekend as best we can and just worry about ourselves really and I think that's that's helped us What's the reaction to last Friday's game because a little bit disappointing maybe? 
Um, yeah, hugely disappointing. I think just from coming off the performance and the result against Italy, I think is is a huge sort of high for you know these boys aren't played for eighteen months. Some of them, and I think it was t- talking this morning. It was like as if it was their World Cup final, and probably fell off off the edge a little bit off the cliff after the game, and then just try and get emotionally up for Ireland then and I, I you know I think it was a huge sort of learning curve for us as a group to try and keep them on that even keel going in especially for this week now after the Ireland game they just seem to maybe vary their play a bit more certainly take their chances a bit more do you learn anything from what they did yeah I think just from our boys point of view I think we were a kind of inexperienced squad we had like first years we were a young group and I think if you just look at just little things like off the ball stuff they did and they were a lot more streetwise than us. And I think a year at that age is huge. And I was just speaking to a couple of our our younger boys, you know, they just learned so much off that game just in for their development. I think a huge learning tool for us last week. James Fender's been on the bench. Someone like James and you know, your area of the line out, how useful is it just to have someone that size? He's second year at under 20s level. How important is just height in that equation? Yeah, I think we've been sort of... Um, Blessed this year, especially um, with the height across the second row and the back row, to be fair. It's harder for the for the older boys because they've been with their regions and they come in a little bit later. And so um, you like sort of James, Chris, Burroughs, boys like that have come in a bit later. And so they kind of, without not, any rugby, they needed to earn their respect in training. And, and they have, for me, not, not just because of his height, but knowledge, line out, bouncing ideas off each other, you know, all that sort of stuff. He's been uh, hugely beneficial for me. Tell us what we can expect on Thursday afternoon from you. Oh, gosh, I am going to crystal ball. What, what I will say is, um, just from a lineup point of view, we haven't been happy with the way we've, we've started each game. It's been a little bit inconsistent. I think, you know, we put a huge emphasis this week just on our start and the basics and calling the right calls in the right areas of the field. And, and you know, hopefully um, that'll put us in good stead for this, for this weekend. How will they build from this? Are they feeling motivated by the loss? Yeah, I think um, emotionally, I think it was probably the appearance with the end of the weekend. We thought it was a very good idea at the time. And, you know, I think it all added to that sort of the occasion. Some of them played for two years and some of them haven't even been, I think we, we got boys uh, still in school. So I, they haven't even been away from home. First week, it was like, Rob, oh my God, this is what it's about. I think last week has been a little bit harder, being away from your family, thinking about rugby 24-7. But I think we've had the high, we've had the low, and now hopefully we can go kind of even into this week. Yeah, and you touched upon, uh, obviously, the families attending as well. Just um, after the year everyone's had and obviously been stuck in a bubble now for a few weeks, um, I guess that little sense of normality, just as a start, is quite nice for the Arms Park just to get some crowd in there as well, isn't it? Yeah, it, it was class. I mean, at the, at the end of the game there, you know, we just said all the, all the players go and see their parents, you know, and it was hugely emotional for everyone. Even though we lost and it was quite um, disappointing, I think it was, it was really good that they can go and see their parents and be normal for a few minutes. One of the up-and-coming players in the 20 squad is Osprey's six-foot-eight-inch lock, James Fender. He's appeared off the bench in the opening two games. So, what was the squad reaction after the Ireland game? First day was we were hurting. He always spoke to us about how we flipped the switch, so how well we react to it. Against Italy, we were a bit on that buzz. That buzz lasted too long throughout the week, so we only got six days to turn around, so yeah, flip the switch and react. Hi, James. Just um, wonder if you could just tell us a bit more about yourself, your background, Osprey's player, obviously, but where you're from, all that sort of stuff. 
I'm from Swansea, Mumbles boy, live in the Gower area. Not everyone grew up the same as me around here in the camp, so yeah, it's good to meet different people in different backgrounds. Started rugby when I was about seven years old in the South Gower, and yeah, I just went to the schoolboys, Ospreys Academy and all that, and uh, ended up here, still hoping to go on. Chose rugby over surfing? Well, I do that on the side as well when I can, when I'm not too sore. Yeah, it's good, uh, good for the shoulders, I think. What have the, the last 18 months been like for you? Because you've few and far between the opportunities coming for all of you. How have, how have you managed to sort of get yourself ready for what we hope will be a start this week? Game time-wise, it hasn't been much. I've played one game outside of uh, this tournament. I've been training with Osprey's seniors team for quite a while. But obviously, there's a lot of competition in there and I uh, haven't got to make an appearance yet. Apart from that, I've been working as hard as I can to get started in the, this tournament. I mean, Alan Wynne-Jones hasn't been around a huge amount with Wales and injuries and stuff, but presumably you've had a bit of a chance to train with the likes of him and Adam Beard and so on. What does that do for you? Uh, it's a bit of an eye-opener, to be honest. It's the work ethic and it's a bit surreal getting to actually see him and train with him most days then when he comes around, when he is training with us. And it's just the benefits I get from it are huge. It's more of the stuff they do outside of the training. It's uh, why and Maya. Yeah, it is a eye-opener, to be honest with you. What is exa- exactly that they do you wouldn't have thought of doing yourself if you if you hadn't seen them in action, so to speak? Every week we'd have a, a line-out meeting with all the line-out forwards and just how they pick out little things in defence of opposition and an attack, little triggers or whatever it is. It's just different class to what I'm used to and it's really good to see. You know, we don't know what will happen with Alwyn Jones. Adam Beard may be a bit late back after his Lions tour. There, there might even be some opportunities opening up for you after the 20s. Do you start looking ahead to next season? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, last season, I was one injury away from getting on the bench, so it can all happen very quickly. If you look at uh, Ben Carter, one injury, and then he's starting for the Dragons every week, so... Things come very quickly in rugby and you've just got to be ready for it. It's how you prepare outside. You've just got to be ready whenever it comes. You can't coach pace. You can't coach size. The line-out didn't always function very well at uh, last weekend. Are you hoping that you can come in and make an impact there? Yeah, I'm hoping I can bring a bit more composure. Boys are still a bit young. They need that experience. So I'm hoping I can bring that to the line-out. It's a lot more than just calling the goal and hoping for the best. It's a lot more that goes into it than that. And if the line-out functions, it'll make life a little easier for scrum half Ethan Lloyd. After such a long break from rugby, how's he found the 26 Nations? Uh, it's been really good, to be fair. And um, being with the boys, like it's been a while being in the house, so being with everyone for a long time has been good. And then, obviously, playing, it's been a while since all of us have played, so a bit rusty to start, but it's uh, really good to get back up there. Getting back out there, I know the competition's quite fierce for that nine jersey. Yeah, obviously everyone wants to start, but whatever is the best role for the team is um, just what you've got to bring. Even if coming off the bench or starting, you just got to do whatever's the best for the team. I'm sure you're motivated to uh, go out there and make amends on the weekend coming up. Yeah, we, we spoke about it on Sunday that no one wants that feeling again of losing, uh, especially the way we did. So on the Monday then, we um, always focused on France and we don't want to feel like we did Sunday. So put loads of energy for the week and uh, hopefully we'll show it on the weekend. What's your background? You're at Cardiff, so obviously got some players to look up to there in Lloyd and Thomas. 
Yeah, so I'm from the Ronda, same rugby club as Thomas Williams, Chucky. I've always been looking up to him really as a scrum half. And um, yeah, then with the Blues, you got uh, experienced players like Lloyd, Lewis Jones. So it's uh, yeah, it's really good to look up to them. Do you look at that and think, wow, I can I can learn a lot from those guys? Or do you look at it and think, well, it's going to be hard to break into the team? Is Lloyd going to go on forever? What are your feelings about that? Yeah, you've obviously got to look there. Like they've got so much experience, especially at international level. So just got to look at them and every little thing they do and just take what you can up to it and trying to bring into your own game. Do you start looking ahead after the 20s experience? Do you start looking at the next season, thinking when are those opportunities going to open up? Yeah, obviously in the back of your mind, you always look ahead. But at the minute, it's just all eyes on this. We still got three more games and um, we can still win. So yeah, just all, at the minute, just focusing on this. What do you all make of France? Because they were brilliant for a half against England and then got taken apart and flashes against Italy. But you know, I don't suppose they think that worked totally to plan either. What, what do you make of them? Yeah, they're a typical French team. Unpredictable physical pack so it's got to be ready for anything I don't think there's any time in the game where you can switch off against them and yeah they, they got some flair so we just got to stay focused and just stay in the moment for the whole game really Do you think we can unlock a bit of Welsh flair we haven't maybe seen as much as we were hoping for so far Yeah I think we've talked about it the week that we're going to bring a bit more variety to our play I think we definitely challenge them with our attack we haven't had many opportunities in the last two games but I think this weekend, um, yeah, we can show we got an attack. Hopefully, score some tries. Might be that sort of game, mightn't it? The way the French play could open up. It could be there for both teams to do. I think our defence will need to stay uh, switched on. Hopefully, it'll be us with all the attack. But yeah, should it might be an open game. Yeah. How was it to get those uh, crowds back? I know it was only a start with just family and friends, but it must have been a sense of normality for you boys. Yeah, it was class to be fair. Um, all through lockdown, so we've been thinking about just playing in front of people again and to do it for Wales is even better so um, yeah it was a good feeling To have so much rugby going on is indeed a good feeling much more on Welsh rugby from around the world next week but until then from the Welsh Rugby Union podcast goodbye and stay safe